Welcome to the official podcast of the Canberra Raiders. So close for the Raiders. And Papali would be an appropriate man to score. He's done it. He's done it. Brought to you by OAC Digital. Come join us as we go behind the limelight. Hello and welcome to Behind the Limelight, the Raiders podcast, thanks to OAC Digital. Round 12 sees the Raiders return home to GIO Stadium in a very special round, which will be NRL's Indigenous round after a very successful Forever Green game last week against the Eels, uh, also at home at GIO Stadium, Canberra. Joining me for the podcast this week is Rosie Harrison. Hello, Rosie. Hey, Ben. And joining us for the first time this year is Sebastian Chris, a man who loves jumping on camera and having a chat. So, hello, Seb. How are you, mate? I'm good, thank you. Yeah, great to have you on board. Uh, let's get stuck straight into it. Let's check up with all the Raiders news and go around the horn. Well, as I mentioned, Rosie, it's a big round um, and a special round for the NRL and also the Raiders with, uh, we're celebrating the Indigenous round, uh, in particular the Aboriginal Torres Strait Islander cultures uh, and players that we have within this club and it's going to be a big day out there on Sunday afternoon. Yeah, it's always a special round um, to play and, and we've got a few Indigenous players in the team, including Seb himself, so um, it's really exciting. Get to run out with the teammates to run out with the new jerseys as well, which are really good. So, yeah, it's an exciting te- match. Seb, we'll talk to you a little, about, um, a little bit about your culture a little bit later in the podcast, but um, just an overall perspective around Indigenous round. Um, do you enjoy this week? Do you, do you put it on your calendar and, and make a mark when you first see it coming? Yeah, I definitely enjoy this week. It's uh, a week where us Indigenous players get to represent our families and the Indigenous community. I think that's um, one of the big highlights that I've found over the years. It's not only just about the players, it's about the families as well because you know we all know that uh, Indigenous players you know, have a real connection to their culture and their country and um, I just love um, hearing all the stories during the week and in the lead up to it about um, you know, where you guys grew up and all that sort of stuff and the cultural experience that you had. So I'm sure, and I know you've got a massive family right across the game. Um, we saw some of them up there in Townsville uh, at the start of the season. They'll be right behind you and, and watching this weekend. Yeah, they will. They're, they're definitely looking forward to us running out in, t- in that New Jersey as well. Yep, absolutely. We'll touch more on that a little <laughs> bit later. Uh, last night, Rosie, we held the annual Junior Reps presentation night. It was great to see um, all of the lower grades, you know, making the finals this year. I think it might be the first time that all three have made the finals uh, in one year and uh, great to see the winners recognised last night. Yeah, definitely. It was a great, it was a great night um, at the Rex Hotel and as you mentioned, um, all three grades made finals this year, which was the first time ever and the SG Ball side also won the minor premiership, which was a big achievement. So, yeah, good chance to recognise all the players and we've got some very exciting young players coming through the ranks, so it was really exciting. Absolutely. Now, off the back of last week's news that Emre Gula had re-signed, we can confirm this week that both Albert Hoppawade and Jordan Rapana have re-signed. Hopper for two years uh, and Rapper's uh, signed on for another year. Um, Seb, great to see the core unit of the team, you know, sticking around and, um, and committing to the club. Yeah, it's especially good to see that them two boys got uh, re-signed because they're a big part of what we're doing at the moment in our role on starting our sets off well and finishing off the tries. Jordan Rapana, you know, he's been, you know, a, let's be honest, he's, he's going to end up in the Hall of Fame one day for the Raiders. He's um, almost scored 100 tries for the NRL and for the club as well. How much of a help has he been for um, a player like yourself coming into this team and, and having someone like Rapper experience in the side? Yeah, you said it yourself, his experience is second to none. He's played on nearly uh, every big stage there is and 
Um, not only that, he's also very down to earth and good to have a laugh with and he, he really is a good time here at training. Yeah, that's right. You need that sort of folks around training, I think, just to keep the spirits up. Uh, Albert Hopawade, and he's at the other end of his career. He's just starting out, a young guy who's really taken his opportunities this year and he's, he's been fantastic for us, hasn't he? Yeah, he has. Even going back to last year, he, when he came in, he, he didn't look out of place at all. He really helped us out and this year I think he's taken it to another level and he should be very proud of himself. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, talking about signings, we're uh, getting towards the pointy end of the NRLW signings, but great to see a couple of faces named in the Queensland Origin side for NRLW this week. Uh, Rosie, we both had um, Zahara Temera and also Sophie Holloman selected for the Queensland team and they're all obviously both coming to the Raiders, so this will be a great chance for Raiders fans to watch them in action in a, in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah, definitely. It's really exciting for those two girls. They were both part of the Burley Bears that won their BMD Premiership in Queensland on the weekend and they've been rewarded with um, spots in the Queensland um, Origin team. Sophie's first time in the Queensland team and Zahara's been there a few times but yeah super excited to watch them play and and play origin absolutely we've asked most of the players who've come on the pod this year sebastian what do you think about the nrlw excited about the team coming and joining the raiders family yeah i think it'll be a good addition to the raiders as a club and it's also good to see that the girls game is growing yeah absolutely can't wait for it Um, each week it gets closer and closer so looking forward to that one Raiders 26, Eels 18 at GIO Stadium on Saturday night. Um, it was a high-intensity first half, Rosie. Great defence to start the match, and I thought that the you know the intentions were pretty clear from the side early on that they were there to play, and um, the physicality in the game was right there. Definitely, there were some brutal hits all through the match, especially in um, first and second half. But yeah, it was two all for the majority of that first half, just end-to-end footy. And um, but then the Eels um, scored first, but the Raiders hit back just before half time. And um, yeah, no, it was a, it was a great game, and um, yeah, super high intensity. From the from the sideline, Seb, it felt like the intensity, you know, was right there from the the opening whistle, and we saw you know Josh Papali'i and uh, Jack White combining for a hit, like I think it was in the 79th minute, um, on I think it was um, Hayes Dunster. So the the physicality was in the game from the start to the finish this week, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, and we certainly knew that that was going to be coming, and we had uh, had to get some revenge for what happened last year, and I think it came down to our preparation last week. We uh, we knew it was coming and our intensity and our training was at the top level. Obviously the Raiders, are, you know, that's a five-game winning streak for the team now and um, sometimes when you win those close games and you win them consecutively, you can build plenty of confidence. Do you feel that growing in the team at the moment? Yeah, I certainly feel, <coughs> sorry. certainly feel a lot of confidence and momentum building in the team combination starting to work now and uh, I think we're not we're not getting too ahead of ourselves. We're just focusing on each week as it comes. It was a really strong start to the second half. Hudson scored, and then you scored as well. Was that something Ricky spoke about at halftime? Uh, yeah, something that we needed to fix up from that start of season was our second half starts, and I thought we did that really well on the weekend. I've talked about the defence earlier, but I just thought that. Um you know, the defence right across the park, you know, it seemed really connected on the weekend and they scored, you know, a couple of tries from kicks and um, the, the try to Sivo, you know, was pretty lucky as well. I thought it might have been a touch by Bailey Simonson there. So, uh, you know, it goes to show that they're not coming through the middle. They're not, you know, they're not busting us up on the edges either. It's um, defensively we seem pretty connected at the moment. Yeah, and uh, give credit to Madge for our connection there. He'd come in with... Uh 
a new plan for our defence and everyone's bought in and jumped on board and it's starting to work for us now. Unfortunately, Zach Wolford uh, left the game um, with a HIA and didn't come back and he'll miss this weekend's game, Rosie. But Danny Levi um, has been named on the bench this weekend. Tom Starling will start the game and uh, really good timing with Danny coming back from that jaw injury. Yeah, it is good timing. I mean, unfortunately for Zach, he's been doing such a great job in the middle there. But yeah, perfect timing in that Zach and that um, Danny comes back into the squad. He did a really good job um, earlier in the season when he was playing and then unfortunately broke his jaw. But um, he's been training really well and looking forward to seeing him back on the field. Yeah, absolutely. Big win against the Eels and uh, can't wait to shift the focus to Manly this weekend. A special guest today on Behind the Limelight, thanks to OAC Digital, is Sebastian Chris. Seb, um, fullback this year, you got thrown into the position um, after um, poor Xavier picked up that broken jaw in the first trial. And look, to be honest, you haven't looked back. You've, you've seen you're going from strength to strength each week. Um, tell us about the initial thoughts when you moved there and what's the process been like over the last sort of um, 10 weeks? Uh, well, initial thoughts was uh, doing what the team needed. And when Stick asked me if I was comfortable to go back there, I'd I said yes, and I, as you said, I haven't looked back really. I've just been focusing on the little things each week that I think I need to work on, working with Madge and Stick, and I think I've come a long way. You seem to be loving um, the opportunity to play at the back there. What's been the hardest uh, part of learning the position? Uh, the hardest part for me is probably uh, sorting the numbers on the line in defence, uh, something I've, I've been working hard on and I, I seem to be getting better. I know I can still work on that. What about the biggest improvement in your game this year? We've known you predominantly in first grade as a centre and we know what you can do with the ball and defensively you've been really strong, but where do you think that you've improved the most in your game this year? Um, probably my kick chase ability, just being able to do that on both sides and having the freedom to go wherever and talking to the halves. Yeah, we saw a good example of that on the weekend. You combine with Jamal there. To, to score one down the middle. Um, obviously, everyone loves scoring tries, but, um, you know, obviously fullback, you get your hands on the ball a lot more, but you're also, you know, the ability to set a few up now as well. Yeah, um, something I also need to work on is a bit of a catch and pass, but I, I feel that's coming and uh, the boys on the outside, like Jared, Matt, uh, Raps and Hopper, they're, they're helping me out a lot with that. Talking about guys who also provide plenty of guidance for you, Jack and Jamal, um, two... You know, wonderful, experienced halves, but also two proud Indigenous players as well. I mean, what have you learnt from them on and off the field? Um, on the field, of it, I've learnt a lot from both of them. Uh, Jack's been in the fullback role, so I go to him a lot for some advice. And Jamal is just a, he's a good bloke and a good leader. And I, I look up to both of them as, as my older brothers. And uh, off the field, they, they just set a good example for me. And I, I just try and be the best person I can be. Now, Indigenous Round's a pretty special round for anyone that has that Indigenous heritage. And you're a unique story because you've got plenty of different cultural heritages. You've got the Aboriginal side, the Torres Strait Islander side, and then, of course, we saw you selected for New Zealand at the World Cup. So you've also got that New Zealand culture as well. Um, how do you go, you know, learning about so many different varied cultures and how do you get the right mix and, um, and represent everybody? Um, I think the key to learning uh, culture is talking to the elders, your uncles, aunties, your mum and dad, and that's something that I try and do a lot is stay connected with the 
with my family and learn through them. You made the decision to represent the Kiwis um, at the end of last year and you went to the World Cup with them. Um, have you, how have you enjoyed learning more about that side of your culture? Um, uh, I don't know. It's something that I've always wanted to do and never really thought I, I would get to that uh, opportunity. And when it came about, I, was, I had a chat with mum about it and she was very, very proud. She, uh, she got a bit emotional and... When I told her I was going to pick to play for New Zealand, she was even happier. And uh, just being proud to have like one foot in either camp from both um, New Zealand and my Indigenous heritage. Yeah, like I said, it's a unique, um, it's a unique cultural um, mix that you have there. It's, it's. Um, I love it because it's you, you. obviously give attention and respect to every part of your cultural heritage. We've seen you do the TSI uh, celebrations when you score tries. You proudly wear um, the Indigenous colours, Aboriginal colours when you play as well. So um, for you, it must be a pretty special round. This one. Yeah, it is. I, as I said before, I'm not only playing for myself, but I'm also representing my family, especially back in the Torres Straits where. They don't that we don't have a lot, uh, but we live and breathe footy, and I know they'll be jumping up and down this weekend. Yeah, absolutely, can't wait for it. That's right. Uh, happening down there at GIA Stadium, four o'clock on Sunday. We're going to talk about that game now, Raiders and Manly. Another home game this week means hopefully another big home crowd. Rosie, seventeen and a half thousand there on Saturday night against uh, the Eels and uh, hopefully we can replicate it this weekend. Uh, plenty happening, two games of footy and of course all the Indigenous round celebrations as well. Yeah, it's definitely a big game and Sunday afternoon footy, I mean what could be better than Sunday afternoon footy and it's New South Wales Cup games um, beforehand as well but yeah, looking for a big crowd. Um, we're shooting for six in a row now so it's um, good to get out and support team. Absolutely, six in a row, opportunity on the line I mentioned earlier, but do you guys feel that, like, without getting too far ahead, do you feel that momentum starting to build a little bit in the, in the squad? Yeah, uh, we feel that momentum and a lot of belief in ourselves. We know we can, we can do it as long as we stick to our plan and we know what the process is. One good thing that is building below the NRL team is the depth in the New South Wales Cup side. We talked about two games this weekend. Um, you know, obviously, Xavier got an opportunity a couple of weeks ago when Albert missed the game for his sister's wedding. Um, Nick Kotrick's back in the frame again for selection. Um, so there's plenty of um, good, healthy competition for spots in the team at the moment. Yeah, as you said, it's healthy competition which which can only bring good performance for the whole club and that's something that has helped throughout our trainings as well when we're um, playing against the cup side. They've really given it to us and it's helped out a lot. So we could play Manly Seagulls this weekend. They've got a many uh, dangerous attacking weapons in like Cherry Evans and Turbo. How do we go about stopping them? Um, I think it's important for us to just stay connected with each other and focus on what we need to do and just stay in that arm wrestle. One big um, thing that helps outside backs is a, a forward pack that's doing the job in the middle and, and getting the team. Do you, do you love just playing off the back of guys like Josh Papali'i, Joe Tarpany and, and Big Red at the moment who are all in pretty good form? Yeah, it brings a lot of confidence watching them take the ball up and scatter the defence and I'm just sitting there waiting for an offload or something like that. But it's it does bring a lot of confidence to the team. Uh, Rosie, I want to mention also that the efforts of guys like Basami Solo and Emre Gula are off the bench. Um, it just seems at the moment when they come onto the field, 
they're really um, you know keeping that momentum up, and we're not really losing anything when they when we lose um, Papa and Taps to a bit of a time on the bench. Yeah, they just bring a lot of energy um, into the field when they when they come on. And as you said, that we don't really lose anything with Popper and Taps um, coming off. And Emre in particular has been really strong. He did a couple of great hits on the weekend and um, has been rewarded with re-signing with the club. So, yeah, they've been excellent. Absolutely. Can't wait for it. Four o'clock Sunday, Raiders versus Seagulls out there at GIO Stadium, Canberra. All right, uh, finishing up this weekend, our podcast predictions. Uh, last week, Rosie, you had Jordan Rapana to score a try. He unfortunately didn't get there. And uh, Albert Hopawade, our guest, had big red scoring. But I picked up another one. I had Hopper and he, and he got on. And I'm going to stick with the theme. I've, I've picked two in a row and I'm going for a third in a row. And I'm going to back, once again, our podcast guest to score this week. And uh, I'm expecting... A really nice little TSI or uh, Indigenous celebration for him when he scores too. So, Seb, I'm going to back you in this week. All right, too easy. I can do that for you. No worries, Rosie. <laughs> what have you got for us? Um, I'm going to go a Jack White and try. I think he'll really step up in this game and play well, and I think yeah. he'll go above. I just loved hearing from both Jack and Jamal um, in our media conference this week. They talked about the passion and the love they have for this Indigenous round and how much it means to their families. And I think both. I think you're spot on. I think both of those guys will be up for a big game this week. What about you, Sebastian? What have you got for us? Uh, I'm going to go with the other half. I reckon Jamal will get across the line this weekend. Yep, I'd love to see all three, um, all of our proud Indigenous players uh, scoring tries this weekend. So that sounds like a pretty good trifecta to me. Sebastian, Chris, thank you so much for joining us this uh, week on the podcast. We appreciate it and uh, keep doing what you're doing, mate, because you're having a, a great season and we look forward to continuing. Thank you very much. There it is. And Rosie, thank you. Um, Thanks, guys. No worries. That's it for this week. Uh, Can't wait to see you all out there at the stadium on Sunday afternoon. We'll catch you next week. Bye for now.